0: Hey, this is Aaron Holt. I'm the director of Lead the Generation. I'm joined today by my co-host, Gilbert Ackerman, youth pastor at Allison Park
1: Church. We just want to say thanks for joining us today for the LTG Student Leadership Podcast. We believe that leadership is all about influence, so we want to help you discover new ways to reach your friends for Christ and lead your generation. If this podcast is helpful to you, it would mean
0: the world to us if you'd write a review and rate it on whatever platform you're listening from. And hit subscribe. We'll be dropping new episodes several times a week throughout the school year.
1: And be sure to share if you think this would benefit other students like you. Feel free to check out the show notes for more ways ways to connect with our ministry and our guests.
0: This podcast is sponsored by our partner, WorldServe International. WorldServe is addressing the water crisis in Africa, where over 790 million people don't have access to clean drinking water. You and I can be part of solving this crisis. Go to
1: WorldServeintl.org to get started. So get ready. The Student Leadership Podcast starts right now.
0: Hey, students, we're so glad you've joined us today. And as always, we got a great guest who's going to be with us today. I want to introduce you to a friend of mine, Ryan Latham. He runs an organization called Renewed Leadership, has decades of experience in youth ministry. Ryan, you're with us today. Thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate you being here.
2: Guys, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Super excited to be with you guys and students really excited to spend some time with you. Uh, thank you for investing yourself because the best inve- best investment you can make is an investment in yourself. So thanks for spending some time with us today.
1: Yeah. Now, Aaron, I know you said he had decades of, of leadership experience, but you didn't talk about his decades of dance experience. Y'all can't see this because of the recording right now, but Ryan, you were you getting down <laughs> with it, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> Hey, you gotta get it going. <laughs> we have a tradition here with uh, with the podcast where I get to ask all of our all of our guests some pretty weird questions. So buckle up because we're starting off strong today. Here's the question I have for you: What song do you think is on repeat in hell? Like on their Ooh. top Billboard charts, number one of all time. What is up there playing all the time? That's a good. One. Uh,
2: that's that's tough. I've never thought about it that way, but uh, I got to throw out maybe some Nickelback. <laughs>
1: Look at this photograph, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think I think what I would pick for me is I would say Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles, which I know, again, all oh. the teenage girls probably hate me for this, but I am so sick of that song. Clicking off right now. They're done. They're done. Ratings have gone down.
0: Well, hey, Ryan, a lot of students are probably getting introduced to you for the first time. And uh, so real quick, give us, give us a snapshot of who you are, where you live, your family, ministry, stuff like that.
2: Yep so uh we are originally from Southern California I've got four kids that's right you heard me right four kids Come on. and uh we we started in youth ministry out there um over 20 years ago and uh, about 10 years ago we moved to Oklahoma the great state and uh, been out here working with youth and young adults love it Uh, I specifically love leadership development and student leaders and uh, youth pastors so again you guys love being with student leaders who want to invest in themselves so thanks for the opportunity
0: Yeah. So good. You know, Ryan, you and I have been friends for years and and I just I can just sit here thinking about so many conversations we've had about leadership, leadership development and student leadership um, and how we develop, um, you know, the leadership in the students that we have the opportunity to influence. So let's just jump right in. Um, What's a leadership thought that you have for students that are listening today?
2: So great leaders always find new opportunities in the midst of a disruption. Let me say that again. Great leaders find new opportunities in the midst of a disruption, and let me unpack that for you, Aaron. So Disney, okay? So Disney, all we, we think about the parks, we think about the rides, we think about the excitement of all the energy that they bring to these parks and the amusement. And people drive, fly, plan years to go to these yeah. parks. In the midst of a pandemic, all their parks are shut down. Mm. And everyone is expecting for Disney to report at their quarterly review the worst reports that they've ever produced. The exact opposite was happened at their reporting. They reported the best gains that they had ever experienced. Why? Because they found a new opportunity in the midst of a pandemic called Disney Plus, Wow. Yeah. Disney Plus. They got me on that one. (laughs) Yeah, me too. They got you. They got me. They got everyone listening to this thing probably. So they've got millions and millions of millions of people that are on Disney Plus. That has nothing to do with being at a physical location at a park. That pivot, that new opportunity got them to greater returns than their parks did, which is what they're known for. Wow. So great leaders find new opportunities in the midst of a disruption.
1: Oh, wow. That's that's crazy. And I think on top of that, Disney also like somehow roped what? Or maybe they own ESPN because that was part of like their bundle deal and stuff like that and Hulu. Like that's... Actually, I actually didn't realize that was how much money they had made from. I got, from I all got, I
0: got pulled in by all of them: Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, Hulu. Like, <laughs> they got me. They got
2: everybody, right? And so they found a new opportunity. They weren't stuck in just saying, "Well, this is what we do." They said, "No, pivot, transition. Let's find something new," and it's exploded.
1: So, so let me ask you this then, Ryan: Is there is there someone in the Bible that you think like capitalized on this same kind of thought? Well, or is there a scripture that like brought this to mind?
2: Yeah, I've been I've been diving into Esther lately. And uh, here's this lady who, uh, you know, finds herself as the queen, right? And she's just living this great cush lifestyle, right? I mean, just she's got everything taken care of. She's got her life going. And then this moment happens where she finds out that her people are about to be killed and destroyed. That is a pandemic, right? That is a major disruption to your life. Well, she says, no, 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 let's do this. Let's fast and let's pray and ask what the Lord wants to do. And I think that's important, guys. In the midst of these disruptions, we don't just jump in and try and fix it. We don't just jump in and try and solve it. We go to the Lord and we say, God, what do you want me to do? What are you calling me to do? She fasts and prays for three days. She gets divine wisdom. She gets favor. She gets blessed. She gets a protection and her people not only are saved, but they actually overturn the people that were about to kill them. And when we dive into the scripture even more, we see that Haman, the guy that was supposed to be killed many, many years ago by the Jewish generations who didn't kill him and his generations. They actually finish that step of obedience when they kill Haman. Um, And so this is a person who has a major disruption in her life. She fasts, she prays, God gives her favor, protection, and she then leads her people to overturning this major uh, moment
0: in their life. That's so good. And it's so inspiring, you know, too. She not only, you know, Ryan, you know this, Gil, you know this as well. But for students listening in, when you study the story of Esther, you discover that not only did she save the Jewish people in the present time in which she was living, but she actually preserved the messianic lineage, you know, of Christ coming, coming many, many centuries later. So, um, that's inspiring yet at the same time, there might be a student listening saying, okay, that's really cool, but I'm not necessarily feeling like I'm called to, (laughs) you know, like save an entire group of people. So, um, Ryan wondering if you maybe can point to a story of a student that's out there, maybe from one of your youth ministries or even someone you're working with now that, is living out this this leadership principle that you're talking about, like pivoting and, and finding opportunity in the midst of disruption.
2: Yeah. So I had this girl in our, our ministry that was really passionate about prayer. Um, and uh, she was in high school at the time. And uh, I said, well, you know, she doesn't play the guitar. She doesn't sing. She doesn't preach. So I got to find something else to do. Right. Because that's kind of like the go to ministry right. things. Right. So I said, well, hey, you're going to start our prayer ministry. And she said, well, what does that mean? I said, I don't know, but you're going to do it, right? Uh, and so- uh, Like a typical you know, youth pastor. I don't know, but go figure it out. <laughs> go figure it out, right? right? So she said, okay, let's do pre-service prayer, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, she get, began to gather all these students uh, an hour before service, and they would pray uh, for the service specifically. Then she began to call those people to begin to fast and pray for our youth services. So now we have students that are showing up an hour earlier, early to pray for our service then she calls them to say hey let's start fasting for our services okay so she's really passionate about prayer she even begins to do some like prayer nights okay now I have nothing to do with these she's she's just doing this wow. she calls these students to pray so showing up and praying uh, she did one that was 24 hours long non-stop worship non-stop prayer wow. for 24 hours and everyone fasted okay this was she she was doing all this Then she goes to college. All of her friends are taken away. Her history was taken away. Her credibility was taken away. She didn't know anybody, she didn't know anything. She went to this school and they were really divided on, their. it was a, it was a private school, kind of divided on their theology and their beliefs on kind of like, uh, you know, prayer and Holy Spirit, all this kind of stuff. And so she goes in there and she says, God, what are you asking me to do? How can I bring this passion for prayer here? Well, she she begins to ask and the Lord says, start a weekly prayer focus for your school. So. She went in there. She met with uh, the school advisor. She said, I don't know anybody. God gave her favor with some school advisors. And she said, guys, I want to start a prayer movement. I just want to start praying with some, some, some specific focus. Well, they said, we've been asking for that kind of a thing on our campus and no one's done it. So. She began to have favor with the president, the vice president, RDs, RAs, teachers. And she got in front of chapel. She got in front of the entire school every week and said, guys, this week, we are praying for this specific thing. And before every class, before every chapel, they prayed for that prayer focus for many, many years while she was there because she found an opportunity in the midst of this disruption, as opposed to saying, well, I don't have friends. I don't have credibility. I'm the new person on the block. She said, no, there's a disruption. I don't have anything, but I'm just going to ask God for what he wants me to do. And I'm be faithful to do that.
1: Wow. That is, that is, yeah, that is the, the, that's powerful. I don't, I don't even have words for that. That's awesome. So like let me let me ask you this then Ryan because I think I think a lot of our students are probably even hearing that story a little bit like me like kind of speechless like wow that's incredible she was able to do that. I probably could never do that. I think If there's one age group that I've seen disqualify them a lot, themselves a lot, it's teenagers. They look at someone else and they play the comparison game and they feel like they're maybe not going to reach that uh, height that someone else did. So like speaking to like, you know, the shy 13 year old or the, the insecure 15 year old here for a moment, what's like a practical way that they can step into this and start to develop this in their own lives?
2: what's in front of you right now that's what i want to ask you what's in front of you right now be a person that says yes and then asks what's the question right? Yes. Now, God, what are you asking me to do, right? So what is God asking you to do in the midst of disruption? Stop looking at what you don't have and look at what you do have. Okay. So for example, right now in our state, we've got a lot of students that are on A, B blocks because of the pandemic, right? COVID stuff. So they're on, some students are going Monday, Tuesday, and other students are going uh, Thursday, Friday. So you can look at that and say, oh, well, man, like half the school's not even here. So my friends aren't here. Or you can say, no, 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 no. God's called me to the A block, and I'm the only one of my friends that's in the A block, but God's asking me to do something in the A block on Monday and Tuesday that he's called me to be here. So, God, what are you asking me to do? Who am I here for? So, I just would say this. What is in front of you? What is God asking you to do? And stop looking at what you don't have and look at what you do have that's right in front of you. You've been called. you've You've been assigned to the A block. Hey, God, what are you asking me to do with this group of people on Monday and Tuesday. Don't get upset. Don't get mad. Don't get bitter. Don't get hurt that you weren't on the B block with all of your other friends. There's a reason that you were assigned. You were assigned to be in the A block. So pray, ask God, what is that reason? And start doing little things. Be faithful with the little things don't wait for the much be faithful to little things
0: That's so good that's so good man i can't wait to hear some of your other leadership thoughts ryan you're going to be with us all this week on the podcast and so students maybe you're picking up this episode at the beginning of the week Ryan's going to be back two more times this week, so it's going to be exciting. Um, we're, we're, we're already like pumped and like, yeah, let's go. This is going to be really, really good. So, hey, listen, students, I hope that this content has been helpful to you. If it has been, please go ahead and share it with your friends on social media. And feel free to tag
1: us uh, at LTG Conference, or you can tag me at Aaron Holt. And you can find me at Gilbo Swaggins. And remember, you are called to lead your generation, students. We encourage you to lead with passion for Christ and love for others.